0: This is the AM640 Afternoon Drive Show. Listen live weekday afternoons from 4 till 7 on AM640. Or download the app at 640toronto.com.
1: Four year old girl who was allegedly abducted by her father early this morning has been airlifted to the hospital. She has non life threatening injuries after a car they were in rolled over uh, during a police pursuit. It was part of the uh, Amber Alert we all heard about this morning. And uh, once again, I was lying in bed. I woke up uh, to the Oakley show and I heard the Amber Alert go. And I thought, I would. I don't. I, I hope they run this again because, quite frankly, I didn't get all the information because it was hard to understand the computerized voice. We're joined right now by Ross McLean, who is a crime specialist, security expert, and former Toronto police officer. You've heard him on the show before. Ross, thanks for joining me.
0: Glad to join you, Kelly. And I'll try and speak in my non-computerized voice <laughs> as I go through. This Thank interview. you
1: very much. We appreciate that on the show. <laughs> Uh, just had to one up you there, didn't I, Ross? <laughs> off the it's, top. It's,
0: it's true, though. It's so it's so true, though. Those automated voices, like the computerized voices, you know, when you're not ready for them, you, your ear really doesn't pick it up. It's, Even it's if really you
1: are topic. ready for them, Ross, your ear doesn't pick it up. That's the problem yeah. I'm having. Let's start off. Let's just, because I saw, you know, I said to Chris, who are we going to get for this? He said, let's get Ross. And he should know his stuff. And lo and behold, you put up a post on Facebook today, Amber Alerts, what needs to be looked at. I'm in agreement with you. I think they're ineffective as they are right now. now. Now, I love the concept, but I think they're ineffective. And I think if we keep up with this, what's going to happen is people are going to start ignoring them or brushing them off like you would a car alarm, right?
0: Yeah, no, that's an excellent point. Uh, And, you know, they are... They're a great tool. Who doesn't love the fact that we're using this now? And who doesn't feel like a great citizen if you're in the area? And you hear the Amber Alert information come over your radio, if you had to put one out right now, Kelly, and people would be driving home looking thinking, I can actually help. I can actually help. So it's a great tool, but the execution of it right now isn't very good.
1: Okay, so I've got some of the audio from today's, and uh, we're going to roll a little bit of it. First of all, let's start off with the intro noise. Have a listen to this. (coughs) Okay, Ross, that to me seems like a really archaic way to get someone's attention. Your thoughts on that?
0: (laughs) Yeah, it it reminds me of that robot from Lost in Space, although it makes me kind of old. Warning, warning, danger, danger. (laughs) Yeah, you're older than me. I don't remember that show. (laughs) (laughs) It's it's an old one. But yeah, no, you need something that's a little bit more important. And there's nothing like a good human voice that comes across and delivers it well. Important information. We have an Amber Alert to tell the audience about. And you you get people's attention and you go. But that you, you wonder what's wrong with your radio if, if you're listening to that.
1: Yeah, and I think it, it actually turns people off. So this is a really important message. We have to get all the information out. And I guess one of the things that you need to do is you have to look at time is of an essence here when you have an Amber Alert, and so is that correct information that's easy to understand. So here is a little bit of the computerized voice. Have a listen.
0: Julia De La Cruz was taken by her father, Mario Rodriguez. Julia is 5 years old and is described as 3 foot 5 inches, thin built, and weighs 60 pounds.
1: I have no idea. I didn't get his name. It was all mashed together
0: yeah you know you know the key thing here is there's key information everybody wants to know right away and that is the license plate make and model and color of the car that the person's in where they were last seen and what direction they're traveling i mean that's really the best thing where the public can help with that and so what we need to start seeing is that getting the correct information gathered and we've seen also, Kelly, that a lot of times the information these last couple have come out, it's been different and it's changed as it's gone through.
1: Right. The, today we found out that Mario was, we heard on the initial uh, initial Amber Alert that he was 46, and then we found out he's actually 35. So that's a 10, 11-year difference. Uh, that's, that's a big difference for the person you're looking for.
0: Yeah, and originally I had heard it or it came across the way that I had thought that it was the grandfather who took the child. And it's, well, Okay, hold on, the grandfather think, Okay, maybe it's something different. So as you said, maybe this is just a parental custody thing. No need to get really worried about it. But as it turns out, this was probably one of the more dramatic Amber Alerts that we have ever had in this province.
1: And why do you why do you say that it's one of the most dramatic? Because he busted into the house at, at, you know, 420 in the morning, took the child and uh, we didn't get the information till three hours later.
0: Uh, well, those are the problems with it. But why it was most dramatic is this: this guy, this this did not make most of the media. I follow some people and scanners uh, for the OPP. He he was driving. They saw him three hours, but three hundred kilometers north of where he was because of that delay, the police saw him, tried to stop, he evaded them. They were chasing him for quite a while. They brought a helicopter in, they were tracking him, and maybe perhaps actually Kelly chasing may not be the right word. I'm sure what the OPP would have done is once they knew they had the helicopter on him, they would have backed the cars off as far as possible. But they were tracking him for quite a while. He was driving, he almost had several accidents, his speed was estimated over 140 kilometers an hour. You know, and, and all the time, those officers, they know that little girl is in the car. Right. And I mean, you know, can, I, I can't even imagine what those officers must have been thinking about how they tried to manage that. And, you know, thank God that child, she must have been in her child seat, Kelly. And boy, did that seat ever work because that they're saying that the crash, the rollover took place about 140 kilometers an hour.
1: Wow. Yeah, that that's not all the information. You know, we definitely weren't getting all that information, that's for sure. I, w- I want to just go back very quickly to the, the idea of the computerized voice. Here, Here's another little bit of it again.
0: Mario was driving a 2008 Toyota Sierra van, silver in color. Ontario played Easy y 781 Last seen heading south from Aurora approximately three hours ago. If observed, call 911.
1: So there again is the information that you said, the model, the make and the license plate number. I didn't get the model. And so what I'm wondering is why are they staying with this automated voice? I mean, you're a Toronto police officer. You used to, you know, crime specialist. Why would they not just get a human to read the Amber Alert out?
0: You know what I think the issue here is, uh, Kelly, I think the issue is they have to go across, that goes across every radio station, every TV station, right? So some radio stations maybe have tapes that are in, they're just playing music, they're not doing anything, they don't have anybody there who can actually read it. It's a little robo station or something. So they need to have a voice that comes on. So I'm thinking they probably found that to be the best way to integrate with such a wide variety of media outlets. However, I I certainly don't think it's the best. I would much rather hear someone like John Oakley or yourself uh, get the copy with the accurate information, the same information everybody else has, and read it off. And read it off in a way that your listeners are going to appreciate getting it and to remember it.
1: Well, and then you can update it as the changes are made as well.
0: Yeah, this is one of the things I've actually made a series of suggestions on this for doing it. You know, what they need to do is at the scene, every police force, see, there's all these different police forces, too. They all gather the information in a separate way, using separate forms, probably different criteria. They have to send it up to the OPP. And by the time it gets to the OPP, it's become a bit of a telephone game, uh, Kelly, you know, where you start off at one end of the room and the story changes by the other end. Right. And so you're not even getting the accurate information up to the OPP. And then they're taking time before they put it out. So they've got to find a way of making sure that accurate information, the same information is collected in each case. So I'd suggest a standard format that covers off the key things we just talked about and timestamp it so you can upgrade it and change it as time goes by and people can see they've got the latest information. And let's
1: talk about the, speak to the timing. Is that why it took so long to get the information out today, that
0: three-hour break? That's going to be part of it. That's going to be part of it. You, you've got to go from the officer on the scene probably has to get his supervisor. Maybe they bring in a detective, then they have to decide, okay, are we going to move this up? Are we accurate here? Okay. Send it off to the OPP. The OPP gets it. Who's the guy who's in charge of pushing the button that interrupts everybody's radio stations, right? Who's the guy or the girl doing that? And then they have to decide that it meets all the criteria because it has to meet certain criteria before it becomes an Amber alert. One of which is being that the, uh, the child is in physical danger.
1: All right. So you also mentioned that you'd like to see a comprehensive social media mainstream uh, format going out.
0: Yeah, I'd like everybody to get the same information. I mean, when these things come out, the first thing I'm doing is I'm going clipping a picture of the make, model and colour of the vehicle. And I'm, I'm, you know, using some Photoshop to put the license plate over top of it and giving the direction of travel and sending it out. There's no reason why the OPP shouldn't develop a system. Uh, where they've got the same format for everybody, and boom, when they hit a button, it blasts out on every social media site, all consistent, all the same information, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, uh, Instagram. Post them up everywhere and get it shared. That I would we'll
1: argue that it. my uh, my provider, my cell phone provider, could send a text to me. They do it all the time when they ask how your service call was.
0: Yeah, Couldn't they actually, just do a
1: blast to all their, their people that are subscribing?
0: There actually was a uh, the Amber Alert... Uh, Twitter site, I believe they did set it up where they will send you a notification on the Amber Alerts if you sign up for them. So, yeah, but what what you should do is put it all together in any event so that it all comes out, and it's all the consistently same information, right? I mean, that's the key, that the information is accurate, it's consistent.
1: Now, there's there's actually a... Sorry, Chris Creston, just prop, popping in on your interview here, guys, but uh, there's a system, I believe, in California as a state that I'm aware of that does it where they will actually jump in live on your cell phone and regardless of an, having an app or subscribing to an account, they will just barge right in and give you an alert about something.
0: Yeah, there was, there was a, a system that was started up by Obama a number of years ago. They decided to put that in and it actually scared some people because, they, you know, on the conspiracy side, they're saying, great, uh, Big Brother's going to be able to jump in any and tell you information and do things. But... Uh, yeah, so the technology is there to do it, Chris. I think you're right about that.
1: Well, I, you know, I, I have to. I, am not going to hold my breath on them fixing the technology anytime soon because this is three where I have not understood uh, what that computerized voice is saying. So somebody's got to fix this, and hopefully they get to it soon because we are talking about kids here, and uh, kids in danger. And I just uh, something has to be done. I love your recommendations, though. I think they're great, Ross. Thanks so much for joining us.
0: Yeah, absolutely, Kelly. You have a great rest of the day, and let's hope everybody stays safe.
1: All right. Cheers. You, too.
0: This is the AM640 Afternoon Drive Show. Listen live weekday afternoons from 4 till 7 on AM640, or download the app at 640toronto.com.